0: God of faithfulness without injustice. He is good. He is upright. I'm just encouraging you to pour your heart before that God. Pour your heart this afternoon. Pour your heart before this God who is faithful. You may have been faithless, but he remains faithful. Pour your heart before him. I would encourage you to pray for yourself. In the next two minutes, just lift yourself to him. Just lift your worries to him. Just lift that which is at heart to him. Just lift that which is bothering you to him. He is God of faithfulness. We thank you, precious king, because you are committed to us. Even when we've run away from you, Lord, you have sought us out. Even when we've left your path, in your mercy you've brought us back. So here we are, Lord, we choose to cast everything before we choose to cast our worries before you. We choose to cast our anxieties before you. We choose to cast whatever has troubled us before you. Lord, I pray for each individual gathered here and those online. That Lord, if there is any who is at a point of giving up, that Lord, they will be encouraged in you. The Lord, they will find strength in you. Because your God who gives strength. Your God who gives strength to the weak. Your God who renews. Your God who restores. Lord, may there be a restoration this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. Lord, may you grip us in your own grip. And may we live for you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. We can have our seats. I'll be sharing briefly from Matthew 6, 22 to 23. That's what I was given under the topic, when light within you is darkness. But let me read from verse 19. Matthew 6, 19. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The word of the Lord. When light within you is darkness, that's what I've been given. The eye is the lamp of the body, If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? It's quite an interesting uh, portion. But let's pick it from uh, this particular context. He's talking about materialism. initially verse 19 to 21, it tells us store your treasures in the right place. Have your priorities right. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Their moth and rust do not destroy. Why? Where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So the issue I talked about is the issue of the heart. He says the eye is the lamp of the body. The eye signifies the health of the body. That if what is within is not good, here figuratively the eye will not also be good. Because the eye shows light. Simply put, what is in what is inside? But the eye also sees that if your perspective is all about materialism, then your sight is going to be distorted. If your entire pursuit is not God as number one priority, then your sight is distorted. There is no light that is coming from you. So if your perspective is distorted by materialism, you will be blind in a way. You will be blind to God's truth. You will be blind to what God is doing. Because it's all about me. It's all about amassing everything for me. It's all about me being good. If it means killing someone to get that thing, I will do it. If it means dealing at the expense of service delivery, I will do it. So your perspective is distorted because what is inside, what sits on your heart is the love of money. That's why he says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That if your treasure is on just materialism, that is where your heart is going to be. And that is going to manifest in the way you live. If it means bribing, you will bribe at every cost. If it means being corrupt, you will be corrupt at every cost. Because it's all about amassing. Because that is where your heart is. Your heart is in a place of wealth, wealth, wealth. That's why he says, no one can serve two masters. Either he will, be, he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So you must choose whom you are serving. You must choose who will master you. You must choose who your master should be. Whether money in, that, in, the, in the broader sense materialism or God. Let me first borrow some words from uh, 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy 6, 3. If anyone teaches false doctrines, And does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching. He is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy and strife. Malicious talk, evil suspicion and constant friction between men of corrupt mind. Who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial Game. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. So he says we must be contented in God. But some have actually taken God, godliness, as way to financial gain. So the call is for us to be content. The call is for us to have our priorities right, to set our heart on the most important. That is the pursuit of God. That's why he says it clearly earlier on. Actually, later on, 633. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So the eye shows what is in. So he talks about the good eye. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. Simply put, if what you've put at the center of your heart is God, then automatically your life is going to be life to many. It will be easy to be generous because your single devotion is to God. You desire good. others. On the contrary, he says, 23, but if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If what sits at the core of your heart is materialism, void of God, then the results will also be clear. Because what sits in is not a love of God. It's not a love for others. So what shows will be, you'll be very stingy, you'll be greedy. Even if it's an orphan, you'll want to take their property. Because what sits at the core of your heart is the wrong thing. Your sight is blinded. You cannot see properly. The perspective of God is not in your life. You have divided attention. So the call for us this evening, this afternoon, friends, is to work on our inside. It's to have the right perspective, to have God as, the, as one who consumes us. It's to have our love set on the right thing. So there is a call for us to love God with all our hearts. That's why he writes in Mark 7. Mark 7, and he says, verse 20, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean so what have you said in your heart if what you've said in your heart is just to amass to amass, to have to have then what will come out will be obvious if it means to demolish this church you will demolish it at the expense of the 5000 something to build a mall for yourself Because your what sits on your heart is the wrong thing. So our lives do not consist in the abundance of our possessions, friends. Our lives matter most when God is at the center. Then even when God gives us wealth, that, that wealth will be used to serve him, to serve others. That's what God calls us to. So we shouldn't be enslaved by what we have. Instead, we should be using it to bless others. We should be using it to serve God. Proverbs 11, 24, 25 says, One man gives freely and gains more. Another withholds unduly but comes to poverty. And ends by saying, A generous man will prosper. And he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. That's what God calls us to. That we shall have this single-minded devotion to God. even when God blesses us materially our hearts will not be gripped by what he has blessed us with. Those are just gifts from God. Your job is a gift. The money that God has given you is a gift from him. The knowledge you have that has made you to make money is a gift from God. Where you are that office that you sit in is a gift from God. So you must your call to use it to serve God but also to serve others. And that is only possible if our password for God is real. If actually we are loving God. he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Whole. That's why we are called, not half love. Not one leg here, one leg the other side. No, God calls us to love him more. And that is a, a, that I that is totally devoted to God. So friends, as I come to a conclusion, we are going to take a few minutes praying. What sits at the core of your heart? What is it that is at the core of your heart? Is this just about amassing wealth here and there? What is your view of wealth? Do you see it as an opportunity to serve others, as an opportunity to serve God? That job that you have is God at the center of your heart, even as you carry on that job. Because he has told us you cannot serve God and Man, you cannot serve both God and money. You must choose whom to serve. Even when God blesses you materially, he has blessed you to be a blessing. He has blessed you to use that material wealth to serve him. He has blessed you that wealth. You see those in need that you meet their need. That is that I that gives life, that has life. That is the light. On the contrary, however much you have all that and you're not using it for God's glory, it is actually the light in you is darkness. Because what sits at the core of your heart is not God. Amen? We are going to pray. We are going to pray. Let's raise up and pray. I want you to pray for yourself. It's a tough thing. That's, that's the honesty bit. It's a tough thing. Yet that's what God calls us to. I want you to pray for yourself specifically. Ask the Lord to help you be off... How can I say it? To help your heart be freed from materialism. If God has blessed you with wealth, pray that God will help you that that wealth will not grip you and rob you of a meaningful relationship with God. And ask God that God give me wisdom to use this wealth for your glory. To use this job for your glory. To use this business for your glory. And ask God to, to sit at the core of your heart. If there's anything that, if, even as I was speaking, that you feel it, you, you want to come in repentance, do it. So raise your voices in prayer. Lord, we admit this is tough. Because naturally we want these things. And we thank you because you give them to us as gifts. And Lord, may we realize that day by That day. Lord, we shall not be enslaved by the blessings that you give us, but instead we shall use them to serve many. We shall use them to bring glory to your name. Lord, I pray for myself, whatever you have given me, that Lord, none will rob me None will rob me of of my relationship with you. So Jesus, I ask that you sit at the core of my heart. Sit at the core of our hearts. Give us a love for you. Give us a total devotion to you. Lord, may nothing stand in the way of loving you. Lord, deal with my heart and help me to love you. Help me to wholly love you tell me to have single-minded devotion to you that I'll be able to give out light that I'll be able to be a blessing to many Lord deal with any stinginess in me deal with any jealousy in me Lord redeem me holy, that Christ I'll love you like never before Lord, I want to serve you. I want to serve you with no divided attention. Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters gathered here. Lord, you've blessed some of us with material possessions. You've blessed some of us with good jobs. You've blessed some of us with powerful offices. Offices where we take key decisions. Lord, I pray for them, those that are here and those that are online. That, Lord, those offices, those possessions will be used to serve you, will be used for your glory. So, Lord, may you release us from any grip of materialism over our lives. May you free us, Lord, to love you. May you free us, Lord, to pursue you. May us be freed, Lord, to be in that place where you are, Lord. Lord, break every chain. Every attachment to materialism, Lord, break them and let us love you more. Give us a willingness to give generously to those in need. Give us a willingness to use our property for the advancement of your kingdom. Give us a willingness, Lord, to be a blessing to many. So, Lord, deal with our hearts. Lord, where we've harbored selfishness, where we've harbored a stingy hand, huh? Lord, I pray that you release us this afternoon. I want you to pray for yourself maybe you've been battling in the area of generosity I'm going to ask you to pray for yourself tell God help me to be generous tell God open my eyes to see those in need that I will be generous tell God open my my heart to be generous towards your work Lord you've blessed me with this and this may I not find myself may this not be the definition of my life Just, just pray Pray along those directions. Tell God, be the real definition of my life, not the material possessions that you've given me. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, we shall not have our real definition in what you've given us, but our definition, the definition of our lives will be in you. As the apostle Paul prayed, Lord, we pray that all I need is to know Christ. Lord, may that be our password to know you. So release us from every shackles, Lord, that deter us from knowing you. Lord, release our hearts from all garbage that has sat in, Lord, that we have been, that we have not even been able to move with you. Lord, release us. Lord, break every yoke. Lord, break every chain. Lord, break every grip of materialism. Lord, free our hearts, we pray. Free us, Lord, to love you. Free us, Lord, to love you. some of you God has been speaking to you to give certain things to be a blessing to certain people but you've given excuses, you've calculated this and that, just ask the Lord to release you ask the Lord to release you that you'll be able to give light that you'll be able to be a blessing that God will dispel every darkness in you
1: I give myself, I give myself. Oh, my life is not my life is not my own. To you, Lord, to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself, I give myself.
0: give myself to you just bless the Lord just bless the Lord just thank him for what he has given you thank him for that job thank him for that business even you who is looking for what to do thank him because he has something in store for you so just take a minute to give him thanks and friends, the more we give thanks, the more we see that these are blessings from God, the more actually our grip of materialism will be dealt with. It's not in our energies that we've made the wealth that we have made. It's not because we are so good. It's because of His mass. It's because of His grace. So even as we give you thanks, I pray that as we leave this place at At some point, Lord, your word will continue to minister to us. Lord, may our hearts be generous. May our hands be generous. May we be a blessing to many. All for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.